Welcome to Let's Be Real Sports Podcast, presented by Let's Be Real Media. Watch us live on YouTube and Twitter, and follow us on TikTok and Instagram at LBR underscore media. Also, subscribe to us on any podcasting platform. What's going on? BLJ here, the best hype man in the NBA. Man, I'm here with Let's Be Real. Tune in. Ah! <laughs> Hello! Let's be real podcast. I am the host Tev Shakir with my guys, Simple Trev, the art of travel. What's going on, my brother? What's good, everybody, man? Like I said before, happy Black History Month, man. It's 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 about to be up this month. Of course, I hate it. It's the shortest month, but actually, no, we get an extra day this year. Because we do. We do. So we do. What's good, everybody? <laughs> we do. And of course, at the bottom, we got my guy Lido. Scholar, what's, what's going on? There go, man. Man, let go, man. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in my feelings. You know, we talked about, you know, swag surfing. We talked about, uh, uh, whatever the white lady's name is, and she already ain't starting. You know, helping the Black History Month start off on the right way it needs to be. So for whatever reason, she feels the need we, to. We, we gotta you know, get. We'll, we'll get into that later because that's a, that's definitely a year board. We'll we'll get into that later. I kind of want to get into kind of now because like so I had an epiphany over this last week. All right, on how we can officially give swag surf to the white people right like give it that final like blessing right and i I thought of a way to incorporate that actually into usher super bowl performance usher i know you probably got that down pack but listen to me i've been djing for 12 years watch exactly what i do right so let's say we just have the the first 10 seconds of swag surf we actually have uh the i can't uh i can't think of the gentleman name the guy the guy's name that do the uh the swag surf song but we actually have them perform it right for like 10, 15 seconds. Next thing you know, it's already like a club scene and you go straight into love in this club. Tell me that, tell me that don't make sense. Tell me that because you already in the club scene. Now you in you want to make love in the club so you can start off with that. Jeezy can come out if you want to. And we we I officially mean, it, say it, it, goodbye it, it, to flags at that point, and we show them how to do it on a major stage. And, and that's I, it. Y'all can have it. I know I have an issue. I mean, it could work, but my issue lies with this because it actually came out because they gave the blessing to uh old girl to uh use the dang song. So you know, you know how on Twitter where you see something outrageously tweet and it's toward the end of the month and someone responds that the rent was due. Well, apparently for the guys who came up with with swags, her rent must have been due because they needed that check bad. Apparently to let Taylor Swift uh officially use a swag surf so i don't know man i it's i guess i guess i just want like because that swag surf means so much to us y'all like we gotta give it away like (laughs) we gotta let it we gotta let it go man it but see here's my my issue because took it's a really good idea but my concern is you put it on a stage that big and it does nothing but intensify or amplify the amount of times that we are going to hear it even more 
which then increases the Ooh. amount of times we're going to see this, it being fucked up. Wrong. Yeah. I get yeah. that. I get that. I get that. I get that. But we know a swag surf men in our in our college days, and even before then, we know the impact that it had on us. So in a final goodbye, because I agree, I agree a hundred thousand percent with you. We're gonna hear this shit everywhere, especially if and when the Chiefs win. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like they'd have had it at the Super Bowl. It, it meant a lot for us to even grow up on it. Y'all got it. It's like y'all got it, bro. It's already going. It's already knowing at this point, but y'all got it. But but to see it perform at the Super Bowl is like a final farewell for us and a hello to them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I'm cool with it. There needs to be like a. There needs to be like a understood like. All right, here. You know, once the song finishes. Or have something to say, okay, as black people, black people, y'all can have this song. We're done with it. Y'all, you know, do whatever you want to yeah. do with it. You've already messed it up. You've already messed it up for the culture. So here, have it. Bye, bye, bye. You know. So I, we, need, just... we need somebody to make a rest in peace fire for Swag Sir. I told you. on the Super Bowl day. Oh, man. <laughs> What's up, Sam? Oh, <laughs> it was good. It was good. But, uh, speaking of three the hard way, man, make sure y'all tap into the uh the podcast networks, other podcasts, three the hard way. We'll be talking basketball tomorrow. Uh, we got the all-star game coming up as well as the trade deadline, which will be Thursday. And we actually gonna do a Thursday episode as well. So make sure y'all tap in. Uh LBR Gaming, simply Trevor LBR man on YouTube. Got us locked in, man. We about to go crazy. We gotta get a five, man. Once we get a five, it's a wrap. Savage. Where are you, <laughs> Savage? Yeah, we see you in the comment. <laughs> Bring your ass out. We know you got two kids, but the game is kind of starting to get more important, bro. Even though it's yeah, yeah um, yeah. it's <laughs> fun, sure but you, it's there. Yeah, it's there. It, it's there. It's there. And of course, make sure you follow the game at LBR Media on Twix, Twitter, and X, uh, fellas. Let's get to it. Of course, we had our football talk. Um, but of course, we had uh, the championship games last week. Of course, we want to hear y'all thoughts. Um, why no one can beat Mahomes? I'm done betting. I'm literally done betting against Mahomes at this point. I, I, I tried I, with Lamar. I thought Lamar was gonna be our black hope. I've tried it. I've failed numerous times, and I'm done at this point. I'm, I'm look, done. At this we, point. We, we're gonna treat this like a meeting. I propose we readmit the commandment that we thou shalt not pick against Patrick Mahomes. Let's <laughs> <There we laughs> Tom Brady. It is 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 crazy, and it's like. Yeah, pretty much savage. <laughs> pretty much. That's what it is. I mean, and it seemed like every week, like the thing that was a problem for whatever the Chiefs opponent was actually came to a head. Like in the game, in the game against the Bills, what got them to where what got the Bills to that point was them being able to run the ball and Josh Allen not having to go for the home run ball so much to where it detriment it hurts the whole team. What ended up happening in that game, Josh Allen tried to go for the home run ball at the most inopportune time, and it ended up costing him. Of course, Tyler Bass missing the uh, field goal as well, played a role in that as well. With this game against the Ravens, um, I'm just going to be honest with you. like There's a book out on Lamar Jackson. On how to how to stop Lamar Jackson and the person that came up with that book, shout out to Brian Flores because basically he said we're gonna send we're gonna blitz Lamar Jackson and we're just gonna have two safeties sitting up high and we're gonna dare your receivers to get open. So it's just once again Lamar 
don't have – I wouldn't say he doesn't have quality receivers because Zay Flowers is cool, but Zay Flowers is small. Like, if he – if Baltimore would have had a bigger receiver, someone like a maybe DK Metcalf, who they probably should have gone after, then this may have been different. The Chiefs probably still win, but the game is probably a little bit more prettier than what it actually was. Um, but, yeah, like, Zay Flowers, he did his thing until, you know, he got the taunting call and then, of course, the fumble out of the end zone. And then we didn't see Odell until probably the third quarter. Um, and then, and ultimately, they just got away from what worked for Baltimore, which was running the damn football. But um, kudos to the Chiefs because they didn't really play a pretty game either. They just made uh, the plays when they needed to be made. And Pat Mahomes was like, I'm not going to lose this game, so I know exactly what needs to be done. He made the timely throws when it needed to be made. And I said it last week, if the Chiefs got past this game, you might as well just give them the Super Bowl. Uh, we'll get to the Super Bowl picks next week, but Kansas City's back again. So uh, kudos to uh, them. And I, I that commandment needs to be put back. <laughs> there, bro. Again, I, I've been saying this is the postseason started. I'm not betting against Pat Mahomes. I don't care. I don't care how broke I'm going to be. I'd rather lose my money betting against him versus anybody else. And it's, it's one of those that, like, it's because – He's a student of the game, right? He knows time and situation um, throughout the entirety of the game. And where, you know, as Trevor talked about Josh Allen and we talked about Lamar Jackson, sometimes you see those quarterbacks press, right? You see them not necessarily take off and run the football when they're supposed to or not take the check down when you're supposed to. And you see you see Pat Mahomes do that, not only just in this postseason, but you see that regular season, you see that in past postseasons, he knows exactly what he's supposed to do with the ball. And being real, again, we talked about this last week, the Ravens in actuality has the better team, right? Like they have the better team. But when I know I got 15 on the other side and I got, you know, Andy Reid on the, on the sideline and things like that, I'm just going to trust that all day, every day. I'm going to trust that every day of the week. Um, what you saw, the two biggest things that I saw from last week's game is one, I don't understand – um, why there were not more runs called for Baltimore, especially more quarterback runs. Um, but then I think also Ryan just said that like there's only six first attempts from the Ravens running back, but still, even within that, like I wanted to see more of that from um, from Lamar Jackson. But then again, like I'm not like Trevor, like there's a book out on everybody, right? But then with with that book, with, with that book, with that blueprint, you got to have the right scheme, you got to have the right personnel to execute that. And so what I saw the right. Chiefs do is very similar to what I've seen the Steelers do, right? Like people's like, oh, we haven't yep. seen, you know, nobody treat the Ravens like this. Well, you know, Pittsburgh has been doing Pittsburgh it twice. <laughs> and what Pittsburgh does every single time, Pittsburgh doesn't even play that much man, but there's a, there's going to be one team that the, the Steelers play man against every single year, and that's going to be the Ravens. You play man, Trevor, you talked about the two high safeties, but then you also – you. You blitz with the understanding of I cannot let him get outside of this pocket. And that's yep. what you saw. Like you saw earlier, you know, early in the game where he was able to break loose, but still they were able to contain it. You saw a spy here, you saw a spy there, or you saw a contained rush where maybe I'm rushing up the field, but I'm not letting you get outside of this pocket. And so then with then within that, you're making Lamar think a little bit more than he wants to do. And when you make a quarterback think a, a, a second longer, two seconds longer, then at that point you have the advantage, right? So it was it was really those two things that I saw. But again, at the end of the day, that Chiefs defense, which has not gotten a lot of credit, uh, Steve Spagnuolo, who has been a yes. really good 
coordinator for a very, very long time um, is coaching his butt off, right? Like, I think I saw a stat where, like, the Chiefs DBs has had the best coverage statistically across the postseason this season. And when you have corners that can cover, when you have corners that when the ball's thrown their way, they're not panicking, they're not, like, you know, just jumping all over the receiver to – to avoid the touchdown, like they are legit playing sound football. Um, I think they're worth um, having a lot of credit as well, too. So, um, so yeah, I, I'm honestly not surprised um, that the Chiefs won because, like I said, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, when you got 15 and when you got Andy Reid on the other side, I'm going to bet against, I'm going to bet and go with them every single time. So let, let me ask y'all this because y'all we we've talked uh, we've talked about you know Andy Brown brought it up only six running tips from the Ravens who's been dominant on the run all season is crazy like that's their game and you go against the Chiefs defense who y'all just talked about top three in the league and it does kind of seem like Lamar took the opportunity and the Ravens took the opportunity to say hey I'm getting paid number one the big bucks you know what I'm saying but now it's like I didn't heard all the quarterbacky comments and I'm happy Savage actually commented. Uh, he was trying to prove himself out of pocket because that's actually kind of what I believe in. Oh, y'all think I can't quarterback. Let me go ahead and beat the greatest quarterback at quarterback in, in this you know game. And it took the Ravens off. And I'm looking at, the, the of course, the box score 17-7. You, you go in the half 17 down 17-7. So necessarily is your run game, which you've been dominated in. And I, this question for y'all as well as the football heads. Is the run game necessarily going to help you overcome Patrick Mahomes going down 17-7 in the half? Yeah, like, way. I, go ahead, Scott. I, I I think again, part of that that book, right? That's out there on Lamar Jackson is you got to get you got to get ahead. Like you have to make him, you have to make him and that offense throw the ball. And so when you're up 17-7, when you're up to scores, naturally you're going to stop running the football. But then again, like you, where where I think Baltimore didn't prepare him or didn't put him in the right places is. Understanding, okay, we're down 17-7, but then I know, granted, it's Pat Mahomes and it's Andy Reid, but their offense is just not that good to the point where they didn't score. How many points did they score in the second half? Three? No, no, no. I think they didn't score anything in the second half. So just a I would have been of the mindset. Yeah, it was yeah, literally so just I, a field, though. I would have been of the mindset, granted, I'm down 17-7, but I need to get Lamar Jackson in a rhythm. And getting him in a rhythm is running the football, you know, quick throws and, and things like that. And so, yes, he, I, I understand that's what they wanted Lamar Jackson to do, which was I'm go, I want to prove to you that I can beat you throwing the football. But it, but in the AFC Championship game, that that doesn't matter. A dub is all that you need, if regardless if you had 32 pass attempts or five pass attempts. A dub is all that it matters, right? And so I just feel like. They put too much on it. They put too much of it on us on that to say, okay, we got to beat you throwing the ball. Like you didn't have to do that, bro. Like just run the football. You've already proven to America. You've proven to this country. You've proved to all the football heads that you can throw the football. So why take the opportunity to double down on that? You don't have to do that. We all know Lamar Jackson is one of the better quarterbacks in the league. He's one of the most talented. He's one of the most electrifying talents at the position that we've seen. I don't need you to prove to me that you can throw the football. I just want you to prove to me that you can win those type of football games and those type of situations. And yet again, he failed. Savage so said it perfectly right here, man. When you run the ball, you keep Patrick Mahomes on the sideline. That I forgot who the OC is for the Ravens, but that was just a terrible play call, man. You 
as Kyler always says it all the time, these coaches be overthinking too much. Like, do what got you to this point. It is just that simple. The fact that um, you was trying to beat them with the pass with small receivers who, let's just keep it honest, who couldn't get off, who couldn't really get open like that. I mean, say Flowers got open, you know, occasionally. And then, of course, like I said, Odell was – he had a showing uh, late in the second half. But at that point, nobody was doing anything. It was just an all-defensive uh, game in the second half. Yeah, you just do what got you there. Like, we know – what Lamar can do. We know what he can do with his arm. We know what he can do with his legs running the ball. So I, I just don't see why you just need to just go away from that. Like if it doesn't work, then yeah, but it had shown for the entirety of the season, even in spurts in this game that it actually worked. So why go away from that? Um, it, it's, it's still just mind boggling to me. And the fact, I think Lamar threw the ball like what, 50 times uh, in this, in this game. Me personally, if he's throwing it more than 35 times, you're playing into the defensive hands. Like if I if I can keep him under 35 throws and have him, you know, have a couple of rushes here and there, then, then then I'm fine. But him throwing the ball 50 times, you're playing right into the defensive hands. The the casuals will say that hey, you know, Lamar Jackson, you know, regardless of that, he he got more yards than Patrick Mahomes, right? <laughs> I mean, which is which is crazy to kind of think about, but of course, throwing about fifty times with it ain't your game. That's neither here nor mm-hmm. there. Um, yeah, we're gonna. We, I want to ask y'all this, but I think I, I got my trolling off for the for the day, so I, I'll, I'll save that conversation. Uh, but you know, ten points is crazy. Yeah, it, it's crazy, and you know, I think you got to just try to maximize just being able to, I guess, score the ball because at this point, that's the only way. If Patrick Mahomes were to lose, you just got to outscore him. There's no. You know, we're gonna try to put a defense on him now. You gotta like go out there. You, and your QB has to be on point. Oh, like you, 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 the QB has to be on point. The OC has to have a hell of a game plan that's going to establish the run and keep Patrick Mahomes on the sideline. And you just the Ravens had all the tools to do it. They just chose for whatever reason not to do it. And you know what's crazy about what you just said, Trevor. I think the Chiefs said that about Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, right? Like, because you right. saw definitely those first two drives that the Chiefs had, seven-minute time, you know, seven-minute time position here, eight-minute time of position here. Like, they were yep. holding the ball. And I think they were saying just as, just as much as we were saying, if you're the if you're the Ravens, keep Pat Mahomes on the sideline, the Chiefs did that with Lamar Jackson, right? And I think that was yep. part of the game plan as well, too, is, you know, I, I'm fine with sitting on the ball. I'm fine with running the ball here. Well, I'm fine with you know letting the the play clock you know um, melt as much as possible because I don't want I don't want to have to deal with the talent that is Lamar Jackson for as long as I, if I can minimize how much he's on the field then I'm gonna do that. Straight up, your quarterback, yeah. make, your quarterback is on point. You can't make one mistake. Yeah, especially when the, the Chiefs got a top three defense now, and I'm pretty sure that's mm-hmm. gonna be the thing going forward as well, which the only thing they don't have is a receiver and they may get a receiver in the off season. Yeah. That's what the summer for. (laughs) But, 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 but how many, how many years we going to keep saying that? Like Trevor, you're right. You're, you're a hundred percent right. But at some point you got to be, at some point we've got to stop saying it. We've said that about the Ravens and Lamar Jackson for a very, very long time. I think Zay Flowers is a good talent. I think Mark mm-hmm. Andrews is a good talent. I think mm-hmm. Isaiah Likely is a good talent. And so were they not all like, you know, top number one receiver? Well, I think Mark Andrews is when he's healthy. Um, 
at some point, we, we got to stop saying it, right? At some point, you got to be able to say, I, I'm good enough with the with the weapons that I have, um, and I'll make it work, right? Like you paid Odell that amount of money. There, I, I don't I don't know the context as to why he was benched for that long, but I'd be damned if I'm paying a receiver that much money and I don't and he don't see snaps until the third or fourth quarter. That's just me. Yeah, uh, that that doesn't make and sense. I think they, they they rushed Mark Andrews back as well. Uh, and they, and yeah. when they when you didn't need him, in my opinion, you didn't. Yeah, you really you, like, you, you it was killing. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting, man. Interesting. Yeah, I'll definitely bring up my trolling. Yeah, facts. Facts. Preaching. Um, so I'm definitely gonna bring my trolling. I definitely got mine because I think there'll there'll be a lot more where that came from, especially that game. Uh, but let's let's talk, let's go into after our first letdown. We needed Detroit to to hold it down for us. We needed to see at least a few black people in Vegas in the Super Bowl. We needed just a couple n-word moments, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> <laughs> Vegas gone Vegas, and Vegas got all the rich white people coming to them. Uh, of course, the 49ers beat the Lions, fellas. What What are your thoughts? Let's start with Lito. Uh, this game and exactly what happened made me think about exactly the question that took asked last week, which was: Does I think you said something about along the lines of does Does Brock Purdy need to win this game to gain respect or something like that? And again, where he and his team struggled, where you know he and his team um, didn't look like the better team, he stepped up, bro. He stepped up and made throws that I was like, "Damn, that's a that's an elite throw." But not even within that, bro. Like to take off the amount of times that he did in the third and fourth quarter, I think he had three or four runs for first downs, which is exactly what Lamar Jackson should have done. I think just spoke volumes, bro. Like I had already said, like that man had already gained my respect to literally be the last pick of the draft, to lead your team to the NFC Championship last year, to then lead now lead your team. Let's see, he um, uh, double digit comeback again, double digit comeback win against Detroit. Uh, had a subpar game against Green Bay, but both of those games, he and the talent around him was enough to get them to the next game. And so he, in my opinion, he's done way more than he needs to, that he needs to do. He's gained my respect a, a whole lot. Um, so definitely um, happy for the 49ers. I'm happy for Brock Purdy specifically because he's, he's gotten a lot of slack over this, over the past, like well, over the past few weeks, few months, and pretty much all year. But to lead your team to the, to the Super Bowl after leading them to the NFC championship game last year um, speaks volume to me. Um, Dan Campbell, in my opinion, that's a whole different type of conversation. Um, that's a tough one. Um, he, me personally, if Skyler was coaching, I'm taking those three points. <laughs> I'm taking those three points to at least tie the game up. But at the at the end of the day, like when, when you're 20 of 25 on the season, on fourth down and short, I think it's like fourth and three or or less, and you're 20 of 25, I kind of can see where he's coming from, right? <laughs> Um, but um, very interesting game, very entertaining game. I won some money off of it because I said, yeah, San Francisco finna come back to what Tuke said. I kind of, I kind of saw that coming. So, so yeah, I'll take, the, I'll take that little piece of change. All right. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of take it from Detroit side uh, of things for this. Uh, Detroit did everything right in, in this game. To did everything right to win this game, as you saw with them jumping out to the lead that they jumped out to. Um, in the second half, I mean, at halftime, 
it was just unfortunate. Uh, them going forward on fourth down, yeah, it's a little bit questionable. But again, to Skyler's point, when you're 20 of 25 going forward on fourth down, when it's fourth and three and less, you, you tend to take your chances. And Dan Campbell had the right idea, and he was like, well, we've been able to move the ball against San Fran, so we're up two scores. So if we don't get it and San Fran at least scores, we still up by a touchdown and we get the ball back and we get to move the ball once again. The only thing that probably killed them was going for it on fourth down. You're throwing it to Josh Reynolds and Ryan and, and cap can uh, attested that in any shape or form, you should not look to um, Josh Reynolds on fourth down for him to make a big play. Like you should have found a way to get that ball to Amar St. Brown, who was, destroying them the entire game or Sam LaPorta. Um and then also the the fumble in 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 their own uh side of the field by Jameer Gills, which was only his second fumble of the season. So that was just unfortunate as well. At that point the momentum swung all the way to uh San Fran on top of the the catch that should have been intercepted by Brandon Ayuk. That was good concentration by him. At that point, all the momentum swung to San Fran, and at that point, they wasn't looking back. So it was not much Detroit could do because when Detroit gets from behind, you're relying on Jared Goff, and I even said it last week, Jared Goff is is, is not the guy that you want to lead a comeback and things of that nature. So um, kudos to Detroit. We both said last week about Brock Purdy, how he deserves your respect. He made timely throws. He made timely runs for first downs and things of that nature. And – here we are. San Francisco in the Super Bowl. So there we go. Yeah, and, and to and to add on to that, Josh Reynolds dropped two first two first downs, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. So like even if you want to put like some of the blame or a lot of the blame on Dan Campbell, if Josh Reynolds makes those two those first down catches, are we even in the, are we even the, I mean like you gotta yeah, call us yeah, he, like, he makes those two catches, the game's over. We're talking about the Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> if if, if the, and if the game is not over, then that's again, that's more time that Detroit gets to sit on the ball, right? Like, that's just those two drops were bad. And again, like, you look at the box score, Cuz had a solid game. I think he ended up having what two touchdowns, um, had well over 60, 75 yards, something like that. Like, had a he absolutely balled out, but I'd be damned, those two drops was like, you could just, you could just tell, like, yeah, San Francisco going to come back. San Francisco going to come back. And sure enough, they did. Yep. Mm-mm-mm. I still think that Detroit, like overall, was more the con- more consistent teams um, in the NFL with the 49ers. So I really think that, and then you know they getting uh, they getting uh, Brian Johnson's returning, so everybody's coming back for business. They want a little bit more, and again, they the corrections. You know, maybe they would go get another receiver, maybe, but still overall, they've been the more consistent team in the NFC. So I can definitely see them back here next year. What what y'all think? Well, first and foremost, before I get to that, we got to give kudos to the general manager of Detroit for um, this rookie class that he managed to bring in after flipping Matthew Stafford to uh, the Rams. Mm-hmm. Sam Laporta, Jameer Gibbs, um, and I forgot the other two guys. Um, that they, they were all questioning. They were all questioning. Oh, uh, Sam Laporta as well. Um, they were all questioned on draft day. They came in, they made a huge impact to get them to where they needed to get. Um, can Detroit get back? Yes, the road is probably going to be a little bit tougher because 
now Green Bay is a little bit inspired because they were just in the same situation as you were, probably a couple possessions away from beating San Fran. And they're more than likely going to re-sign Jerry Goff. Jerry Goff is probably going to get an extension more than likely. And even Dan Campbell told them, told the team himself, um, and he was keeping it 100 with him, we may not get back to this position. Like, this is our this is our shot. We may not get back. But I'm riding with you guys. And that right there is in and enough for me to say that they can get back, but that road is going to be a tad bit tougher. Like, Green Bay is inspired now. Minnesota again, they're probably gonna get healthy. They may or may not have Kirk Cousins back. Uh, who knows what Chicago is gonna do? Like the NFC is, is, is gonna get a little bit tougher going forward, but can they get back? Absolutely. Yeah, I think they can get back from the simple um from the standpoint of I'm pretty sure they'll continue to draft on the defensive side of the ball. Um, but that I, that offensive line was is really, really good and hella, you know, hella well coached. And I'm just a big believer that if you have a good offensive line and you can run the ball to the nature that Detroit does, you mm-hmm. always got a chance. You always got mm-hmm. a chance. So I, w- I wouldn't be shocked. But, yeah, Trevor, I, I agree with Trevor that the road is going to be a little bit more tougher um, and that schedule is going to be a little bit tougher, too. I think what is what Savage or through the Hardaway saying. That schedule is going yeah, to be a little they, bit they tougher. Yeah, they got a first place schedule this year. Yeah. That's good. If, you can, if you can run the football, bro, <laughs> you got that's a, a lot. Mm-hmm. To Ryan's point, what you're talking about the Titans. Mm-hmm. When you can run the football, you have a chance. <laughs> so. uh, salute to the line. Salute to the 49ers. Salute to my guy, Christian McCaffrey. Um, in the Super Bowl now. CMC. Uh, you know, still ain't get a first round pick for him, but, you know, that's neither here or there. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully, like I said, the Lions, man, be one of my favorite teams to watch. A lot of people's favorite team to watch. So it was it was good just to see them experience. I think uh, this roster will probably go down and one is one of the best in the history, you know, especially with them doing what they've done in the last 20 years. Like anybody on that roster, you you eat free for the rest of your life type shit in Detroit, I believe. So uh, salute to the Lions for a hell of, <laughs> for a, hell of a season. and um, Hopefully next year the Pistons won't have to get sacrificed in order for the Lions to succeed. Um, with that being said, we're going to get into a little hoops talk. But before then, uh, we want to hear a word from our sponsor at SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the ticket app that takes the confusion out of buying tickets. When you use our code LBR Media, you will get $20 off your first SeatGeek order. SeatGeek scores each ticket selection 0 to 10 to let you know if you're getting a good deal or a bad deal. Click the link in the description to download the app and remember our code LBR Media for $20 off your first order. Seat Geek, your route to high quality ticket selection. All right, gentlemen. So I'm pretty sure, and I hate to say this because whatever, uh, but I'm pretty sure y'all know a lot more about the Tigers than I do at this point. Of course, uh, U of M alum, gotta love my Tigers, want them to be great. I heard we were top 10, what, a couple weeks ago, and then now we can't get a dub from what I'm seeing and hearing. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> what, 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 what the hell going on in Memphis, man? What's going on with our Tigers? I thought that I, I love the fact that Penny had his first top 10 team and the Tigers have had our first top 10 team since forever. And now it don't seem, seem like forever was yesterday. I'm going to try not to get in my feelings, bro. I'm going to try not to get This ain't the first top 10 team Penny has had. Let's, let's, let's keep it a buck. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we came into the uh ten, in the year in the top 10 if i'm not mistaken. okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's, 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 and, yeah. and very similar to that year it immediately blew up 
But what felt different about this team, this roster this year was the team was more experienced. Um, you had a collection of guys that, of course, I mean, I guess this is the same thing, but they had done this before, but in other programs or in, in other areas. And literally at this point, you can call it a month and a half ago, they were waxing top 25, top 30 programs in the country at home and or on the road, right? So you had earned your way not only in the top 25, not only in the top 15, but in the top 10. And then fair, you were winning, like once you you came out of those games, you were winning games that you necessarily probably should have lost. But at the end of the day, a dub is a dub in college basketball. I say that all the time. Um, But – the team got hit with adversity and I'm going to speak on something that I may not have all the information to. And this is outside of looking in. I feel like things started to go bad when they, I think they lost like maybe one or two, I think maybe they lost two in a row and you started to hear and understand that Jordan Brown was coming back. And I put in our group me and I said, what you would have liked for opinion to have done is to shut that down, right? I don't, I don't know why Jordan Brown left the team. I don't. But because there's no context attached to that, then one can only assume or think that you quit on the team, right? Because, again, he, he doesn't owe us to put his business out there. But if it's a matter of – if it's a family situation, if it's a health situation, somebody speaks on that. Nobody spoke to the exact reason why he left. And thank you. Thank you, Savage. He came back. And in my opinion, Penny should have shut that down. But he didn't shut it down. He entertained it. Not only did he entertain it, but he brought it back to the team. So where nobody on the team is specifically saying, well, I don't want him back. Or, you know, we're welcoming him back with open arms. I, you can pick you. I'm picking up on body language and I'm reading between the lines and everybody has said, this is awkward. This is weird. Right. He left the team for, I think, eight to 10 games or something like that. And so now you want to come back when technically Penny had already replaced him with Tomlin anyway. So where Penny is already continuously struggling uh, or going back and forth with his lineups, which that is a whole different conversation. You can tell that the players are not playing with each other. The coaching staff are not coaching together. When I was at the game on Wednesday, I think it was Wednesday, Penny and Rick Stansberry are not even talking to each other, bro. Like they come into a time, they come into the huddle for a timeout. They aren't looking at each other. They aren't talking to each other. So where you can already see as a fan, the players aren't, gelling and they aren't together you can see that within the, within the coaching staff as well too right to the point that i think that there's breaking news that the tigers are bringing in jermaine johnson who was on the team i think last year or the year before why is he joining the team in february why is he joining the team in february bro so this is where i'm going to always have pennies back and i still believe that he can coach he has to do a better job of managing the talent that he is recruiting because he has not done that well this year he did not do that. I think the problem, the best shit that he did well was managing the team or managing the personalities within within the team was last year. But the Wiseman year, the year after that, this year specifically, he continues to call out the players on the team 
for not doing X, Y, and Z, but you handpick these people, Penny. You're handpicking them, and you're going about building your team the way that you want to, which is fine. But at some point, you got to be able to manage that. And so not only do you need to be able to manage that from a personality perspective, but you have got to be able to manage who needs to be on the floor. And I will be damned if he started that game without Javon Cornelly, who is your best, and in my opinion, your only your best point player. guard. No, and I, I won't say he's the best player. I think David Jones is your best player. Now, granted, that man ain't passing the ball to nobody. I think David Jones is the best player on the team. But you don't start the point, you don't start the game with your best and only point guard. That makes no sense to me. He's no. playing people in the first half that have no business playing in the game in the first half. He's bro. He made eight subs within the first TV timeout. Eight subs within the first TV timeout. That is insane. At this point, I low-key feel like the man is trolling, right? Because where he made hella subs in the first half, and he's not only done that within multiple games this season, but then he'll turn around in that second half and will and will cut down and cut down their rotation to six guys. I just be like, bro, what, what are we doing? And I understand, and I'll finish with this. I understand that he has to realize or understand that I got to figure out what guys play best together. But at this point, G, it's February. It's February. And I get it. You have to replace Caleb Mills. But at some point, Penny, you got to say, I'm going to roll with this six or seven guys, and y'all got to figure that shit out. But they cannot figure it out. I cannot get into a rhythm as a basketball player when you're taking me out every two or three minutes. That's just me. You know what, Skylar? I could not have said that better myself. I, I'm <laughs> I literally have nothing to add. You pretty much just touched on everything that is pretty much plaguing the, the Tigers right now. So, man, kudos to you, man. Uh, I I got nothing because he, he's absolutely right. <laughs> everything that he just went just went over. He, he's he's absolutely right on that. My bad, y'all. Michael's on. Um, so. Lito, you talked about it, and I'm pretty sure we got your answer, but I kind of wanted to sum it down, and for you, Trevor, as well. Uh, I'm looking at it with four and four in American Conference, seventh at the in a conference. So it's not even looking like we can be conference champions after, again, from just my eye of just being like checking in on the Tigers. Damn, we went from top 10 and not even being top five in our own conference. So in y'all's opinion, Lito, of course, uh, starting with you, you already said it, but what would you like to see? For the Tigers to do in order for us to be holding at least the conference championship, and then Trevor, I want you to answer the same thing. So it's right now where it doesn't look bad. Like if we being real, biased or not biased, I still think they're a better team in the conference. I think they're better than FAU. I think they're better than Tulsa. I think they're better than Tulane. I think they're better than everybody that's ahead of them. Um, so he. Penny has to get to a point, and I think we've updated and people in the, in the comments are saying it too. You got to find eight guys and just roll with those eight guys and let them figure that shit out. You roll with those eight guys. And the other thing that I wish that he would do is stop pressing so much. He is pressing and trapping where I feel like, again, I'm not a coach, right? So I'm not going to tell the man what to do. But also, I keep seeing a lot of times in these games where players are getting beat back door to the basket or they're trapping here, or there's miscommunication here, and, and things like that. And I'm just like, can we just play straight-up man-to-man defense? 
because because you're better on paper and probably even from a talent perspective, you're better than everybody that's in your conference. So where I'm not saying totally get away from that. Don't, I'm not saying don't throw zone in there. Don't pressure here or there. Like, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying I feel like he has a good enough talent to where you could just say, guys, we're going to play straight up and then we'll figure and then we'll see how we'll see how the other team reacts from that. But because you're already saying the team is not playing well together, then why are you expecting them to communicate defensively when you're telling them to trap here, run a full press court here, you know, trap this guy in the corner here? Like, I just feel like you don't 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 you don't need to do that because you are consistently getting beat that way. So just play straight up man to man defense, you know, throw some zones in here, you know, throw some zones here and there. But then within those six to eight guys, at least six of those guys. They need to be playing 30 minutes. Winterly owns. Um, uh, Matthew's not going to be able to give you that many. Um, Jordan is really, really good. Um, you know, he could probably give you 20, 25. He's got to figure out that, that big man rotation a little bit better, too. But Cornelia Jones should be giving you 30, 32 minutes a game. Yeah. Um, well, for me, to what everyone else is saying, uh, Penny needs to shorten this rotation to eight guys and just let the and just play them the, the, the entire way. Um, also, to what Skyler's point, uh, I would definitely stop pressing because I saw that in the Austin P game because I went to that game and they went to their press, and Austin P was actually able to beat that press. So, and if I'm not mistaken, if, if I think it was the James Wiseman year, we were tops in the NCAA and opponent field goal percentage. And we played primarily man-to-man that season. So what is the reason to go away from it? Like, just just buy in, get a guy, do what you do on the defensive end, which we know that you can do. And you can mix it up a little bit um, and things of that nature um, and things of that, and all of that. I, and yeah, to Savage's point here, I, I get it. You're trying to create turnovers and you're trying to get out in transition. I'm not gonna even get to a half court offense because I've been preaching that since Penny took over to took over the team. Uh, but honestly, just shorten uh shorten your rotation. And I, I agree with Skyler. I think this team is probably one of the better teams in the AAC. If anybody can run the table and win the AAC and get in the tournament, it is the Tigers. So really just shorten your rotation. Play just a tad bit more man defense than zone and pressing um, things of that nature, and you should be fine, but we'll see. And, and last thing, too. Last thing yeah, go ahead. I feel like they have the ability to have a half-court offense, right? Like, if you go back and look at Jordan Brown's highlight tape before he got here, what was – what all post-ups. If you go back and look at um, Raekwon Tomlin's, you know, highlights before he got here, all post-ups. Ask me how many post-ups do I see per game from them combined? Probably like four. So where you're struggling offensively and where David Jones ain't passing the ball, where Javon Quinterly, you know, he can't get his floater going or he's missing shots, you could throw the ball down to, to Brown. Dandridge, who's – I feel like he's gotten a whole lot better in the post. Those three guys, can you can you can say, here's the ball, get on the block, and then everybody move. But because you aren't even putting your big man in the right spots – to even succeed, he's got like he's got to say like let's figure out what worked in December and try to translate that in February and March. And he's totally gone away from how they ran their offense in December. 
It looks totally different. Well, then, it's February, and I'm going to definitely start trying to tap into the Tigers more just to see, you know, what happened. Because, like I said, just from the, from, from my eye, man, ugh, top 10 and just seeing L and L and L. And yeah, and L, I was L, actually L, looking L, at Jordan Brown's numbers. Jalen well, we were feeding Jalen Duran in the post. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like, the guy, the guy, it got to a point where Jordan Brown, I was just looking, he was averaging 20 points a game at one point. Like, not this year, but, like, a couple years ago. So it's like that's his yeah. game. Feed him. That's what we got him for, right? Uh, but no, I definitely be able to. I'm gonna definitely tap in more. Like I said, it's February. Just about the time I saw watching uh, college basketball, anyway. Uh, but I, I, Tigers, I need y'all to pick it up, man. Just for the, the common supporter like myself, alum like myself, who just want to see y'all be great. Get y'all head out y'all asses. Exactly. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like y'all got your head in the ass. Get y'all head Thank out y'all asses. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we go from there. But of course, we do. And I'm happy we kind of saved the flower segment for right now. Uh, the NBA All Star Games uh, reserves were announced. Um, if you've been sleeping under a rock, um, I'm not going to name it right now, but uh, just <laughs> look on uh, But there are, co- of course, uh, some of a few first round, uh, first round, first timers. First timers. Um, yeah. uh, we got Tyrese Maxey having a hell of a season with the Sixers. Uh, Jalen Brunson also having a hell of a season, I think, should be starting in a way. Should have been um, a starter. Should have been a starter. Should, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and of course, uh, Orlando Magic, Paolo Bancaro, who, you know, got the experience and the knowledge um, to take his career to the better game um, over over the summer. And now he's just doing his thing. Uh, but, gentlemen, I want to ask y'all who got snubbed uh, for being an all star this year? Um, sheesh. Honest and truthfully, I think they got it right. Really, I honestly do not think there were no snubs in in, in this in, in this All Star game at all. Um, I think the right people got in that should have gotten in. I think the debate is probably who should be starting, as opposed to who got in and who didn't get in. I think that's more of the debate this year because we just mentioned. I feel Jalen Bronson should be starting over Dame. Not saying that Dame shouldn't be an all-star. I just think he shouldn't be starting. Me personally, and I know this is going to trigger too, I think Kawhi should be starting over KD. Not saying KD shouldn't Hell be an no. all-star game. I, I'm just Hell saying. no. I, yeah, you knew that was going to piss me off. I, I knew it was. Hell, I, I, said, I, I, I said what I said for a reason. I feel oh, Kawhi okay. should have gotten not, but hey, it is what it is. Mm-hmm, okay. Um, But yeah, I don't really see anybody that got snubbed I think Ryan just mentioned it in the comments. Maybe De'Aaron Fox. You yeah, that would probably make a case for him over Steph. Um, but yeah, I, I think honestly they got it right. You know what you yeah. think? I, I'll agree with yeah. I'll, I'll agree with that because if if you think if because if you're going to say somebody got snubbed, then you also have to ask within that same question, who are they going to replace? And if you sit there and look at, <laughs> I hope that's not surprising to him for, for asking that. Uh, yeah. So like, if you want to say, um, you know, X player should be in over this player, like, well, X person should be in the all-star game or should be an all-star reserve. Then who is he going to replace? So I think the biggest one for me is Fox. Uh, but I will say, and I, I don't know off the top of my head, um, but this is only because there are injuries with on the eastern side of the the Eastern Conference. Um, 
with Embiid um, and things like that. But I would like to see Kobe White get in. I think Kobe White has bought uh, a lot for for Chicago and uh, yeah, that, oh like. Oh my! in the floodgates here, bro. Because, <laughs> but that's only because there's so many injuries, right? Like, I think he should be playing because he's yeah. having a career, is he not? He's having an outstanding, he year. An outstanding not, year, but most, most approved player of the year candidate for sure. I'm not finna dish. Oh, 100. He don't want me some money this year, so I'm not finna dish the All star, not yet, there, buddy. Not, not yet. <laughs> And you know what? The funny thing is, he would probably get the nod just because there are so many injuries. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, you got to look and at that's all, and, that's, well. and that's all I'm saying. Yeah. You got to look at Eric White as well in, in, in Boston. Mm-hmm. And then Trey Young yeah. as well. Oh, Trey Young, but he should have been in from the jump. That's kind of who I'm saying. Y'all Ooh, about, I, that's I, had, 11, I, I, I understand. Mm-hmm. You, you, can't, you can't ignore 27 and 11, but if it ain't the most emptiest calories in the history of history, it is what it is. Like that, that shit ain't translating to wins, bro. That's it. <laughs> and they about to blow it up. So it's, I, I see, but no, nah, not translating. Yeah. I mean, they 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 top ten, top nine in the East. I mean, so I get it, but nah, I mean, trade twenty seven. He he gonna get one of the reserves because somebody engine and I'll be happy then. But he, he I think he should have been. He's gonna be the one that they call because Joel and is. <laughs> But I'm with I'm definitely with De'Aaron Fox. I definitely thought he would have been in. Um, if you're talking to uh somebody who I would have <laughs> taken off, I probably would have taken off either Carl Anthony Towns or Paul George. Um, I'm I, again I love watching the Clippers play, but I kind of can't believe they got two All Stars uh, because they started off their season so poorly. And I know it. I mean, it's it's the All Star game. Ain't no way in hell LeBron and AD not gonna be there. So let, let's let's right. let's. Mm-hmm. Right, that, that that was a given. Like that, that's well, a Bron, given. Bron, Bron starting, so you knew that was that was happening. And then AD, mm-hmm. but for the like I said, for the, for the yeah, for the, the the Kings as what top five, and not to get one. And the Clippers just started. Granted, again, I love watching them play, but just started playing uh, good basketball. You know, not no hate on Paul Georgia. Even like I said, Cat, who I think if you would have put a center from the in the All Star game, I think Rudy Gobert would have got my nod over over Cat. To be honest with you. Uh, he's yeah. having a great season this year. Like, yeah. granted, the, the the five, six, seven, eight, you know, first rounders that they traded for him, for him this is kind of making it look like it was is there now. Took I see you on this topic tomorrow. Yeah, you will. Yeah, you will. And I, you, I, you I will be there live. I'll be there early. But you, you I'll, I'll, I'll put, I'll put, I'll put Rudy Gobert over Cat if I would have a vote. I would probably have. I would rather see Wimby in over over those two. <laughs> We're doing another big man. Yeah, Took you ain't slick. But I'm, I'm, I'm as far as what you ain't because you saying what you shouldn't have been saying. Because if Fox was supposed to get in, he should have got in over Steph. You know it, I know it. No, Steph should have been starting. No, this is the all star game, voting matters, and we're not finna sit with it. I, I had to watch Steph that. Last year Steph Steph not I'm not finna sit and say he's not an all star period. Now, cut that out, cut that out. And then no. you already said that Kawhi that should have been starting over KD. Yes. <laughs> I don't appreciate that because you're supposed I, to be my brother. You're on a mission, and we're gonna end that shit right now. Abort mission, goddammit. No, <laughs> chill. <laughs> chill. Anyway, I said abort mission. That's crazy. I, I, you still my brother. I love you, but hey, it, it's, <laughs> that's, part of the, that's part of a sibling rivalry. Come on now. It, it is what it is. No, well, I, 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 honestly, truthfully, I, I, I would, if anybody, I think Fox should have gotten in over stuff, but it is what it is. Agree, agree. agree. The, the more I think about it, I really want. I'm gonna say the more I think about it, I really want Victor Wimby on in there. I really do. 
One can say Shet's having a better season than him, but you know, that's debatable. Uh, if you want to have a Ricky in him, but you know, shout out to Shet. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, and again, uh, we're giving shout outs again. Um, I'm not sure if we care. I kind of want to figure out if y'all do, uh, because we do at the same time respect women's sports on this thing. Uh, Steph Curry, Sabrina Ionesco from the uh, from the Liberty, uh, they'll be headlined in the three point challenge. I don't know if she. Uh, I guess they're gonna have their one off just like Kevin Hart and Draymond Green did theirs a few years ago. Um, I believe it's gonna be a one off, and then they're gonna have the three point competition as well. Um, but fellas, what are our thoughts on having you know the W the NBA finally uh, supporting the WNBA and having one of the better shooters, if not the best shooter in the WNBA, go against the best shooter in the NBA in the All Star game uh, weekend? My, I yeah. absolutely love it. I absolutely love it, bro. I'm going to. That may be the biggest thing that I look forward to for during All Star weekend is seeing. Two of the better shooters I've probably ever seen in my life. And I low-key wouldn't – okay, 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 I shouldn't say that because she's not in the pros yet. Uh, but I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Sabrina Nascu is probably literally hands down one of the better shooters that I've ever seen. Steph Curry, hands down, the man that's going to be able to shoot when he, when he turns 90 years old, he's still, probably still be able to shoot threes. Um, so whoever came up with this idea, whoever pushed it, and then for the, whoever's also going to execute it as well, um, big props to them. And I, I actually cannot wait to see it. And I wouldn't – you know, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked if Vinesky won. I wouldn't be shocked. I don't think yeah. none of us would. <laughs> Interesting. I would. Uh, I'm I'm intrigued as well, man. I, I mean, you gotta do something to beef up All Star Weekend because it's been on the downcline for ish, at least ten years now. Um, so the three point shootout has been the the event of the the weekend for for that uh festivities on saturday so i'm i'm interested of course i'm a tad bit more interested in the rising stars game as i always am but uh yeah you got me glued i'm 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 watching and to scholar's point i would not be surprised if sabrina nesca won this i would be surprised because there is talk of steph curry being the best shooter in the world that's man female child whatever if you are (laughs) You better not lose to Sabrina and I don't know. And this ain't me being nut. If Seth Curry going against anybody, really, in a one-on-one shooting contest, if you're the best Fair. player in the world, you're going to lose anybody. Fair. So, yes, Fair. I will be surprised. But <laughs> my, my question is, how level will the playing field be? So, are... They'll be, they'll be oh, shooting oh, from the NBA line. They're both... Not saying Sabrina Nescu doesn't have NBA range. I'm just saying, like, I just want to make no, sure. She wants the smoke. That's her idea. All right. If she, she wants the smoke. It needs to be 100% even playing field. And like I said, I'm not, wouldn't be surprised if she won. I just want to make sure the playing field is even. Are they playing with the same uh, basketball? I was just about to ask. That was my next question. Are they shooting with the NBA basketball? I believe she's using the women's basketball. Okay, I'm cool with well, that. Regardless, Steph Curry okay, better that's, wipe that's the floor with her. He better a goddamn shot. Best shooter. Uh, look, they're already disrespecting you not having you as a starter, Steph. You been like <laughs> this better not be the disrespect of Steph Curry weekend. Oh, bro. Man. I want to see what the guards now. Who are the guards I wear starting? Is it Shay and who else? Uh, Shay and Luca. Blame, blame the yeah, NBA for making Luca a guard. I tried I'm, to tell you. Nah, this Luca, 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 and stuff, man. It's just 
you know, I, you know, I rock with the. With the year Shay's having, no. I mean, you know, I, I love me some Shay. Hey, cool, but it's, not it's, with the, it's, not it's, with it's the year Shay's having and them being damn near tops in the West. Right, nah, it, you, you can't, you can't do that. But at the same time, me being salty because I remember specifically two years ago on this podcast, on this very own podcast, where I said that the three point competition will be more of a highlight than a dunk contest for the fact of. I would rather watch the three point competition after the after the dunk contest, and I was laughed yeah. at. I yeah. was laughed at. So now to hear what y'all guys, it sounds like y'all would rather watch Sabrina and Steph three point contest after the dunk contest. That's what it sounds like to me. I honestly, it, I did not laugh you that day. I, no, actually I, I everybody laughed. <laughs> I actually I agree with you. I remember. Because... I remember. I, was I didn't. Like, laugh. I, I thought it was a nice little take. Because... The, world, the world changing. I thought it was a nice take. Yeah, uh-huh. because with Steph and Clay doing the things that they've done, and then with the dunk contest dying because of LeBron James, um, no, not for LeBron on that. No. I am blaming on LeBron because he had a chance to actually do it and save it, but he didn't do it because he knew he would lose. So that's that on that. <laughs> How's it saving it? If I'm going into into a situation I know I'm gonna lose, I'd rather not do it. Just. Hell, Kobe got one, and he won one with the worst possible uh slam dunk field possible. You could have found a year you could have snuck in and, and stole one, and I think he would have gotten it if he had just done it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't put that all on. I wouldn't put that all on Bron because it's it's other it's other dunkers or it's other people in the league that job that we want to see in the dunk contest that ain't doing it right. Like that ain't all on Bron. Well, he he's the catalyst for it and kind of started it. So I mean, it is what it is. At this point, we just want to see John Moran healthy, but you know that's neither here nor there. It's same uh, here. Same <laughs> here. <laughs> uh, we love you, John. We love you, man. Get well soon, my guy. Come and tear it up next season. Uh, but for this season, again, uh, bringing up the All Star Weekend, are we are we looking forward to the All Star Weekend? Uh, what events y'all looking forward to the most? Uh, Trevor, you brought up the Rising Stars. Uh, what, what yeah, I'm I'm always looking forward to the Rising Stars, and I like the new format that they did. It was a little bit more pickup style. Um, I also like that they've incorporated the G League um, into this as well. Um, some of y'all favorite superstars, some of y'all favorite stars now in the league um, nowadays got the uh, coming out party at this very game. Uh, Jamal Murray is one because um, I, I watched him in, in his his rookie season, the Ryan Stars game, and I told people, look out for Jamal Murray. You see where he is now. Still can't um, be an all-star. Damn. He, yeah, the, the West is just that stack. That's how, it's just that it's just that simple. So, uh, yeah, the Rising Stars game gets it for me. Um, just want to see what what these uh these rookies, sophomores, and these G Leaguers are doing. And to this point right here, last year's dunk contest winner is going to be playing in the Rising Stars game, repping the G League, which is crazy. So, but big shout out to Mac McClellan. Yeah, the Rising Stars game for me. Uh, you already know my answer. Mine is the the three point uh, shooting contest between Sabrina and Steph. Oh, that's the biggest thing that I'm looking forward to. Um, I'm big fan of Steph, big fan of Sabrina Nescu. So I just want to see them go at it. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. All right. Uh, if y'all don't have anything else to say, we'll get into a trolling all. I told you I thought about one. So if y'all got one as well, cool. Um, so my trolling out, I feel like this was round one uh for the Ravens and, and the Chiefs. 
um, in an AFC championship. I think when you look at the Ravens and what they've had to overcome, especially Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, excuse me, he's going to look at this season as a kind of wasted opportunity, but they're going to learn from it. They're going to grow from it. Um, what, what do y'all think? You're saying that this trolling all that this was probably the round one. So round two will be round, round one two. of seeing Ravens and Chiefs in the AFC championship. AFC. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know because I think Joe Burrow still got something to say about that. Joe Burrow still uh, got something to say. Yeah. Okay. Depending on how <laughs> things go, the, depending on how things go for the Chargers and Harborough. Um, because I still believe in, in Herbert. Um, they, I don't know. I, I would say it's a, it's a troll for the simple fact that I think you still got to worry about um, um, Joe Burrow. And then I still think that some, you know, some form of passion, depending on Stefan Dick still stays there. Um, that's about that. Yeah, you know, it's about to get a little bit, a little bit more difficult in Buffalo. I think Josh Allen's money kicks in. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's gonna happen with Stefan Diggs. Come on, to Carolina, Stefan. We got you. Come on over. <laughs> we'll know if, he, if that if he's gonna stick around, it's gonna be tougher than the maneuver to like make some moves and things of that nature. So, but they could still be right there. But yeah, I'm gonna say troll because to Skyler's point. Still got to worry about Joe Burrow. Um, we'll see what happens in LA with the Chargers with Jim Harbaugh is there. Um, yeah, it, it's still some 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 wild cards there. Um, so, but yeah, I, I'm gonna go troll just for right now. Mm-hmm. And then you always got to worry about that that one team that nobody expected to randomly make an AFC Championship game. Um, Facts. And so. Another team to keep an eye on, and I know it's hella early. I know it's hella early, but damn, C.J. Stroud and the Texans looked really good, especially under D'Amico Ryan's. That'd be nice. So, like, yeah. <laughs> no, no, look, for real. No, for real. As a student, nah, they, they, no, yeah, yeah. Houston nice. is legit. Houston is nice. legit. Yeah. So, they can, if they can continue to improve the, the, their defense and that um, and that secondary, which they're already pretty decent at anyway, but if they can add some more pieces to the offensive line, um, to that front seven on defense, I think they they could definitely have a case too. They need they I think they could use another weapon or two for CJ. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. What do y'all got anything? I don't have a trouble now, but I want to give flowers to Juju Watkins for putting up fifty last night. Like that's hey, cool. yes, yes. man. Yes. Sheesh, fifty is insane. Yeah, so no, I, I just want to give her those those cool flowers. I saw that this morning, so. I think she's, you know, she's worthy of a round of applause on the show. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. Uh, I have nothing this week, but stay tuned. Cool, cool. Um, I guess I give a flowers to my Panthers for trying to get the fan base back involved with hiring Dan Morgan, who I just remembered uh, got the most tackles in the Super Bowl, so he'll be in our GM. Um, and Dan Canales from the um, from the Bucks, uh, the Baconeers, Um He'll be coming over as well. So I mean, I'm I'm I, I want to be excited for my Panthers, but at the same time, I just need to see some. Um, I just need to see it. So I uh, just want to give my flowers to those guys who will be heading my Carolina Panthers and going into an offseason with having a worse record and not having a number one pick. I mean, it is what it is. Um, at least y'all, <laughs> at least y'all trying to be serious. I, cause I we don't have time today because I, I was about I was about I'm to going say next week. The troll of the troll of the month award goes to the Pittsburgh Steelers for sure. Facts. <laughs> I, I didn't want to do it, but Skyler, go ahead. If you want to, if you want to take it, 
I'll take it next week. It don't even matter. Cause... I'm trying not to get in my feelings today, bro. And y'all bringing up the Tigers and y'all bringing up the Steelers is going to make me get in my feelings. I'm well, just going to say the, the troll of the the troll of the month thus far is the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> That's all I got to say. I'm going off on it next week. I'll go off on it next week. Next week, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold you to it, bro. I'm gonna I'm hold you to it. Man, appreciate y'all for tapping in with us, man. Real quick, power, real, real, get it done, man. Y'all have a great, happy Saturday. Shout out to Ryan, of course, uh, checking in. Can't wait to have you, uh, your pod going on the network. Uh, speaking of other pods, three to Hardaway, make sure you tap in with us. Apparently, me and Savage are gonna go at it tomorrow about a couple of things, which I'm here and able and ready for. So, uh, again, <laughs> shout out to <laughs> three to Hardaway, shout out to the Jeans Report, uh, my guy, uh, shout out to LBR Gaming. Uh, speaking of Savage. I ain't talking to you really until you hop in a wreck with me and Trevor at this point. Uh, but LBR game and at Simply Trevor on YouTube. Uh, we got a few, few again, a few follows away on YouTube uh, from 200. Help us get there. Tell your homies, tell your, your girls, tell whoever uh, about us. <laughs> and let, help us go from there. You know what I'm saying? And, of course, it's February 12th. Tw- February 12th. Let's get it. I like it. February 12th, Ryan Harris will be bringing his podcast uh, to the network. We're super excited. Uh, big big follower for the pod for a minute now, so he of course will be joining his network, and we'll be able to antagonize him uh, through the mm-hmm. comments as well. And I can't mm-hmm. wait. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and speaking of that, we do have another pod that may or may not be on the way, so I'm gonna just hush. We we, we 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 working. Just 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 know we working. And there we go. Then that we going, man. Then that we're going. So again, appreciate y'all uh, rocking with us. Make sure you follow gang at lbr underscore media on Twix. Follow yours truly everywhere. Uh, with the social media outside of threads at Tev Shakir. I'm at the Auto Trevor on Twix. Um, simply Trevor LBR everywhere else except threads. Uh, you can catch me swag surfing on X, you know, at underscore Scott Good, we ain't gonna see you on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> you catch me hey, swag man, surfing. I on, may release that video. I may release that video of you. Sw- I actually got a video of you swag surfing. Oh shit! Oh, oh wait, oh, oh, me swag surfing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It might be. Hold on. It may be. I hold. I think absolute hell on. I know damn well you ain't got no video. Me swag. I got the video. I got the videos. Before you hit upload. It was if at a you hit upload and you don't run that shit, if you, you're not hearing me, bro. If you hit upload and you don't run that shit by me, bro, that is the end of our friendship. I need to see that. And that's... Yeah, we'd have been through a lot, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a I don't even... Yeah. I'm not, I'm There's no way you do it. I do have There's no way. There's no way you do Because we about to... Oh, man. February third, exactly 2024 is, is going to be probably the last day me and took a friend because I feel like he's going to post some shit and not tell me. Oh, man. I feel like the people kind of want to know and I kind of know exactly where to look. Uh, <laughs> oh, so give, give me a hold on. Wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> hey, cuz I'll block you right now. I will block you right now if you post that. Oh, man. I wonder if I can find it, man. I, I, have, I have to find it, man. But no, I appreciate y'all for rocking here. <laughs> appreciate it. If y'all, y'all follow, follow us, follow FBR and Media. I'm going to definitely post it. Uh, if I can find it, uh, goodness gracious, I'm kind of upset with myself. But now I try to. Trevor, you see, you see what he has yet to say. He has yet to say, "I'm gonna send it I'm to Scott." I'm gonna you first. Yeah, I, that's I know. crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna off in the pocket shit. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, bro. Friends for a long time, bro. 
That the mind ain't gonna even run it by me. Nah, not at all, bro. I love you too much too. Got you. Okay. But I appreciate y'all, man. <laughs> y'all be easy. Y'all be easy. Peace.